You are listening to a Geek Network interview. Be sure to hit the follow button to get notified when a new episode is available. You can also visit us at geek-network.com for your guide to the geek entertainment news you love. Created for geeks, by geeks, and remember to always geek responsibly. So your debut role was Titch in Reminiscence, and then your second role, or film role at least, um, is Bridget in Evil Dead Rise. So what's casting like? Is Was there anything different? Was there anything that you uh, met in challenges? Because obviously every casting can be different, being approached or reaching out. How did you get into those? Uh, well, for both of them, it was it was pretty standard. Um, it was kind of like everything else. You know, I got the uh, email, I got the appointment uh, for uh, both of those characters, both Titch and Bridget. And uh, Titch was a little bit different. Titch was just one scene. Um, I, it wasn't very long. And uh, I heard back a month later that I, I booked it. And I didn't know a whole lot about it. Everything was very discreet. And um, yeah, that that's pretty much how the casting process for that one went. Evil Dead Rise, on the other hand, that was, um, it was a little, it was just a little bit more. Do you know what I mean? Because there, there was more to go over with Bridget. There's a lot that happens to Bridget. And uh, for the first initial audition, I had no idea that Bridget was going to be turning into a deadite. So with everything else, you know, the first scene that I did was the scene where she goes, she talks to Ellie, she goes, she answers the, answers the door, wrestles with Cassie, and then runs into Danny's bedroom. And so there's a lot of movement I- involved in the scene. And, you know, I had to figure out how to fit that all into just one frame for the self-tape. Uh, but it was really fun getting to be creative with it and and kind of bring it to life in, in all the ways that I could. And then that's when um, uh, I got to speak to Lee and they let me read the full script of Evil Dead Rise, which was really cool because I no longer had to read between the lines. And uh, I found out, obviously, every horrific thing that happens to Bridget and that I would be going through. And I was really excited about it. And then I sent them another take of me me playing a, a Deadeye, just just so that they could, I guess, kind of see where I was at with that. It sounds like you had a lot of fun. Oh, absolutely. I mean, in the in the audition email, they said, you know, have fun with it. And I was like, well, I guess I'm doing this. Right. So now I do want to ask, is there, you know, any kind of routines or um, any, like, must-dos when you're getting ready for a day of shooting? Is there something that you have, like, a ritual or anything like that? Well, I mean, my my day-to-day routine while filming was honestly kind of boring. You know, aside from all the, the stuff that goes on while you're filming, that that's just, that's, that's completely different. That's not boring at all. Um, but, you know, I'd get up, I'd I uh, get picked up by my driver. We would go to set. I would have breakfast. I had the same thing every single day, which was two avocado toasts with poached eggs on top. And it's really weird because I normally don't have the same thing to eat. Um, I don't know why I decided to do that. But um, the one thing that I had to do every single day and I did pretty much before every scene was I, I would uh, put in my earbuds and I would listen to music. And it's strange because... It, you know, it got me into the scene, but it didn't necessarily have to be like creepy music or anything that was going to get me into the character. It was actually probably quite the opposite. It was probably like some some Lady Gaga or 
something really like upbeat and energetic. Um, but I would just pretty much like pace back and forth, kind of talk to myself, get get myself in the game. I mean, I do that regardless of filming. I'm crazy. I like maladaptive daydream. I like to talk. To, <laughs> I like to talk to myself and 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 everything. I don't know why. It just kind of it helps. I can definitely I can definitely see the difference between when I do it and when I don't do it. I just it makes me feel more centered. Yeah, you kind of just talk yourself through the steps of things, or kind of like your scenario, just kind of check yourself almost, you know, I get yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, no, and that's a follow-up question, you know, um, this is kind of off the off topic, but not really. What kind of music do you like since you, you know, I'm the, oh. the geek for guys know I'm the music girl and, and the team, so. That's awesome. Uh, I guess my music taste is pretty sporadic. I, I like a lot of different things. I love instrumental music. Um, and uh, I love like kind of rock alternative music. So a couple of my favorite artists are, are like Agnes Obel, obviously, you know, Nirvana, Foo Fighters, um, Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, honestly a lot of my music taste comes from one of my friends who uh she has got a crazy um uh music library and she she'll be like hey i thought you might like this song and i'll listen to it and i'll fall in love with it and then it just starts to accumulate so it my music taste is pretty sporadic but um yeah no i listen to a lot of different things anywhere from instrumental to like rock Oh, okay, right, right on. Yeah, no, yeah, obviously, yeah, I was just kind of thought that was kind of cool, and, and I, I kind of had my free reign on that one, but <laughs> um, so now I want to ask you another question is, as far as acting goes, we talk about casting, we talk about, you know, the process of that, because again, it could be different, it could be very cut and dry, it could be difficult, it could be crazy. Now, um, what made you decide to be an actress? Did you, were you acting in theater or anything when you were growing up, um, or is it just something that you you know, came into adulthood, and, you know, closer to adulthood and was said, you know, what, I want to do this. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't in anything like theater or, or musical theater or anything like that growing up. Uh, but I was in uh, ballet and I was a pre-professional ballet dancer. And I guess being in the, the world of, of, you know, the arts, I, um, I, you know, gained an interest in acting. I've always been interested in acting, but it always seemed you know, so impossible to break into. I mean, just, just to get into the industry, I felt like I didn't even know where to start. So, you know, when I was around 11, my mom found this program, um, you know, uh, one thing after the other, and I, I got my team who I love and I started doing auditions. And I realized that I wanted to do acting for the rest of my life when I was actually on set filming uh, Reminiscence. And I'm, I'm someone who's very, I'm very objective, I am very focused. And for me, when there's a job that I need to do, I'm, you know, that's, that's pretty much the only thing that's on my mind. Um, and I, this usually prohibits me from having as much fun as I guess I should. Because uh, I'm always so in my head about things. So when I was filming, and uh, you know, I, I was so nervous. I was crazy nervous. My anxiety was through the roof. And I just remember, as soon as like I got on my mark and we started filming, all of the anxiety just went away and everything went black. I couldn't see anyone else, uh, and I, I just kind of let loose and I started having fun. And the entire night, I was just—I mean, I was doing what I love. 
but I wasn't so in my head about it. And that's when I realized, okay, this is, if this is what this feels like doing what I love while also, you know, being able to enjoy myself, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Oh, absolutely. And, and if you can have the opportunity to even get like a taste of what you enjoy for a living is the coolest thing ever to know, you know, and we're really young we're, pe- people, you know, when your, your parents tell you, you know, you need to do this so you can make ends meet, blah, blah, blah. And it's got to suck and it doesn't have to suck. And it's kind of cool that, you know, you realize this is what you want to do and, and you're going to go after it. And that's really cool. So um, no, and, and I guess, We'll get to the next question. So uh, we're going to get more into the Evil Dead film. And um, I did want to ask, though, are you a horror film fan? Do you like horror films? Is it something that you're really into? Or is it just something that you ended up getting into by, you know, just looking for work? Oh, no, absolutely. I'm I'm a big horror fan. I'm really bad. I don't. I don't watch as many movies as I'd like to, but I o- usually always find myself, if I'm watching a movie, it's more than likely going to be a horror movie. Um, I, I've always been a really big fan of horror, and Evil Dead was definitely one of them. I mean, I so I wasn't intimately familiar with, uh, you know, the Evil Dead franchise before uh, auditioning for Evil Dead Rise, but I had seen Evil Dead 2, and I really enjoyed it, and then when I got the audition for Evil Dead Rise, I thought about it a little bit, I, I looked around, and I was like, oh my god, this is, this is it, and it, that was a really exciting moment to kind of, like, put the two pieces together, I was like, oh my god, I know what this is, like, I've, I've seen this, like, I know what this is. That's exciting. It's exciting because that was one of my other questions is that, you know, um, would you consider being in more horror films? Is that it was the experience that you had? Like, like I said, it sounds like it was so much fun. So is that something you would want to continue to do, like continue going after casting for horror films, kind of make that your your niche or... For sure. I mean, I w- I'm definitely open to to being into being in more horror films. I I don't know if I exclusively want to be in horror films. Um, I I kind of want to branch out and do some other things. You know, if the opportunity arises. But I I do really enjoy horror, and it was a lot of fun. It was definitely difficult in certain moments, but. I mean, with with the entire crew and the cast and everyone who helped, you know, everyone helped kind of bring some humor to to the difficult moments. And it made, you know, those moments a lot easier. No, absolutely. And I know having just a wonderful team, I've obviously done my research a little bit, too. And, and kind of some of the people I work with are wonderful actors and actresses as well. And, and the director and the producer, everybody's great. And so it's kind of cool to have one really good sport, really creative people, really fun people, which makes it easier when it's a lot of work. So that's great. Now, this is the fifth Evil Dead film. How do you feel about being part of a franchise or, a, a, you know, a film series that's considered a cult classic? It honestly, it I, I can't speak for, you know, any, anyone else, but it's... Um... It's kind of an honor, honestly, being a part of a film that's part of a franchise that is, you know, loved and and loved by so many people and is so iconic and, you know, has been, you know, enjoyed since the, the 1980s. Do you know what I mean? Like, this isn't this isn't a new thing. So it was I mean, I've said this before. It, it took a while to fully process it all like even while I was in New Zealand, even while I was filming, I still had these moments of like, holy shit. Like this is this is 
Evil Dead. Like, cause there's so many people there who, um, who also worked on the other Evil Dead, you know, films and everything. And he hearing their stories and, you know, everything that they went through and, and just kind of like the updates, it, it was really nice because you, you got to hear firsthand um, from everyone else what it was like. And it kind of helped me kind of immerse myself in the world of, of Evil Dead. And just even getting the opportunity to do that is, it, it's flattering. And I'm very grateful for that. And, you know, I mean, kind of a branch off question. Did you, uh, when doing any research for this and kind of like, kind of getting yourself familiar, because you did, a, you know, bits and pieces of it, of course. Do you, are you like a method acting person? Did you kind of like have to get yourself in that zone? Or are you someone that just goes, okay, I know my lines and I'm going to say them the way I think that's going to sound good or it, you know, what's that process like? Well, I mean, it's, it's a little, it's a little bit of both. I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm, you know, like a full, full method actor. Um, but I do, I do try my best to, once again, like I said, immerse myself in, in the world that my character's in and think about, I don't know, the, the motives behind why, they do what they do and and what's going through their head and what are the reasons you know it may not be anything that necessarily shows on camera but it definitely helps me with the scenes that I am doing and and figure out okay how if I were this person and, and I had all these characteristics you know what what are my mannerisms like right what are the small subliminal things that you know most people don't necessarily notice but that's what makes an interaction with another person so real and it's not just you know saying lines because when you're having a conversation you don't really think about you well I mean it's always better if you think before you speak but you don't have a whole um you know paragraph of, of dialogue that you've planned out beforehand and that you're just reiterating and I think that's that's um something that's tricky when it comes to acting is you you need to make it seem like you know, this is the first time you're saying it out loud or, right. or like, you know what you're about to say. Right. Right. Now I want to ask this because I really admire Alyssa Sutherland. What's it like working with her? It's great. It's really great. Um, she's so fun and, and she's such a role model, especially with, with everything that she went through getting to that point with her character, Ellie. And um, I, the first time I met her, First time I met her, uh, we uh, were in the uh, airport in LA, and I had no clue who she who she was. I didn't know she was going to be playing Ellie. I didn't know who was going to be playing who, and so I was just kind of you know going in blind essentially. And I was on the plane, and I was putting my luggage in the the overhead bin, and I get a tap on my shoulder, and it's her. And I look up, and uh, she's like, "Hi, it's me. I'm your new mom." And I'm like, "Huh?" It took that's, way too huh? That's adorable. Right, right. It took way too long for me to process what what was going on and who she was. And then it clicked when she said, I'm I'm Ellie. And I was like, oh shit. Um and and that was really great. And filming with her, you know, I it didn't take long in, in the film and in, in the process of filming for her character to become a deadite. And I, I, whenever I was on set with her and she was, you know, really like getting into character and practicing things and everything, I didn't 
I didn't want to interrupt her. I didn't want, I mean, I wanted to talk to her about things and we, we totally did, especially at lunchtime. But in, in the moment where we were about to be filming a scene, I was like, I don't want to mess with the process she's got going on. I don't want to intervene. I'm just going to, I'm just going to stand by and, and admire. <laughs> Add respect. You're like, you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. I dig that. It's funny. No, it's cool to hear about, you know, the experience. Cause I see all these, uh, bloopers and things like that it's just really fun and cool and you know so I want to ask since we kind of covered it a little bit I know that there is some conversations about more coming from Evil Dead franchise but what about you is there anything that you would like to share that you've kind of been trying to reach towards or do you have anything locked in right now that you that you can talk about Unfortunately, no. Um, but fingers crossed that uh, I will soon. Absolutely, no, and and we look forward to seeing that. If you know anything comes out of that, and uh, yeah, I just thought I'd ask. I'm like, do you have anything that you're doing? Are you doing anything outside of acting that that you're excited about? I guess let's talk about just personal stuff, like anything that you're looking forward to a trip or. I am uh, getting an apartment, actually. I'm getting, that's kind of my big thing right now, and that I that's taken a majority of my focus is I'm getting an apartment with one of my really close friends, and I'm really excited about it. I've always been a really independent person, so it's it's not too much of a change, but there are definitely some things that um, you know I have to start thinking about that I didn't really pay much attention to prior to moving out is a blessing and you'll love it (laughs) (laughs) but uh no that's that's it's exciting it's exciting to get you know moving and kind of do your own thing and i don't know be weird in your own home um that's all people that's the the most exciting part and then uh i guess one of my questions to you too is um you obviously this movie just came out hasn't been out that long you've probably got an influx of messages and calls praising you about the the movie after everyone's watched it how many times have you watched it Mm. three three or four times possibly now i'm about to see it again probably three or four times about to be five are you going to see it with people so we can go see it with you? Yeah, well, no, because so here's the thing. A bunch of my friends are, you, they hate horror movies. They, they they can't handle them. And so when I told them about this, they were like, oh, God damn it, really, you had to go get a horror movie? And I was like, that, that's not up to me. And um, I was like, come on, it's going to be fine. Just go watch it. And they're like, all right, but you got to be with there with, you have to be there with me while I watch it. And I was like, I don't think you want that. And they were like, why? No, like, I need you there to tell me when the scary moments are going to happen. I'm like, I don't, I'm not sure if you want the thing that you're scared of to be sitting right next to you. Right. Like, I'm just going to, I'm either going to spoil it or get weird. Like, come on. Now, exactly. <laughs> right. And then do you critique yourself when you watch it? Oh, for sure. I, I've always said I'm my own worst, I'm my own worst critic. Um, I mean, to, to give myself the benefit of the doubt, you know, I was 16 and that was my first real long-term shoot, you know, I mean, it lasted six months. So I was, I was still so new to everything and I was pretty much learning everything on the fly while it was happening. So I had to absorb and apply things quickly. And I, yeah, I look back now and there are some things where I'm like, God, why did I do that? Or like, mm, I could have done it differently, or I don't like a choice that I've made. But 
you know what, there's, there's only so much that you're in control of. And, you know, it's all about radical acceptance, acceptance, trying to just be okay with what, with what's there. And, um, you know, accept the fact that you, you did what you could and it's the best you can. And in all honesty, it is just me nitpicking at myself. It's, it's really bad. Something that I'm working on, but I feel like everyone's guilty of it at some point or, or, or another where they just, they're overly hard on themselves. No, absolutely. And, and obviously this is, you know, kind of the infancy of your career. So it's, it's, you're just trying to navigate it. You're winging it, you know, and that's, and the radical acceptance thing, I love that. That's my favorite thing. Well, I say that because, <laughs> um, you know, I'm a content creator. I'm a photographer and a musician. So I have to go, oh, my gosh, that sounded terrible. Don't post that. Or the someone will be like, why didn't you share something? And I'm like, and then I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to look back at this in 10 years and go, that was adorable. I, that was cool. You know, and, and you will and further in your career. You're going to be like, wow, that was kind of cool. And it's like looking at old pictures of you when you were a kid kind of thing. Right. Just, exactly. Yeah. So it's really cool. And um, no, I just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's cool to just hear you talk about your experiences and, and like I said, just being newer in your career. And, and I, we really appreciate you coming out, you know, coming up to, to do that with us today. And I only have a couple more questions for you, if that's all right. Yeah, of course. Hit me. All right. So now would you say that there was anything that was particularly challenging as far as this film? Like what was the most challenging part or, or, you know, day of shooting that you can think of that you were just like, wow, this, the one that you had to tell your friends or you had to tell your mom or like, oh my gosh, this was something else. Yeah. I mean, overall, I would say the, the most difficult thing or one of the most difficult things was uh, obviously the, the prosthetics. Um, you know, I've, I've never done prosthetics before and I, I had to sit in makeup for, for a really long time for that. And then obviously sit in it through, throughout the day. And it's, it's more mentally challenging than it is physically but I mean, nevertheless, the, the, the prosthetics that I had on, I, I couldn't, I couldn't turn my head. Um, eating, eating was a little difficult because it was completely covering my, my lips. And I couldn't lay down because of all the, you know, makeup and everything, couldn't mess it up. And I couldn't regulate my own like kind of body temperature because uh, it, I, I cou it couldn't breathe, you know, it wasn't breathable material. It was silicone. And, um, you know, if I was cold, I was freezing. If I was hot, I was, you know, sweating. Um, and it was so gross. It all kind of collects and builds up inside of it. So you're just kind of swimming in your own sweat. It's great. Highly recommend. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would have to say overall, probably the prosthetics and a, a day in particular that was really difficult. Um, uh, I mean, I mean, one, one day aside from another that I really don't want to talk about, um, it was probably when, it was probably when, um, we were filming the scene where, uh, Ellie is taking a tattoo gun to my eye. And with, with that, you know, we basically, I was like just laying on the ground and, um, you know, having to act terrified and obviously all of the crying and everything. It, we filmed that so many times. It, there were, there were so many takes and different angles of, of just that particular moment. And, um, it was, it was hours and hours and hours. And I just remember, you know, obviously crying, crying, terrified, stop 
crying, crying, terrified, stop, crying, crying, terrified, stop. And so it was that back and forth and it really exhausts you. Like it, you, I didn't really think about it before going into it. Cause I was like, okay, yeah, you know, I, I can do this, you know, compared to everything else that I've done so far, you know, this should be a piece of cake. Absolutely not. I was exhausted emotionally, mentally, and physically, you know, it got to a point where I was like, wow, I really now understand the whole, I have no tears left to cry saying, cause I I'm dried up. My face is swollen. I couldn't, oh, I couldn't open my eyes. And I was like, what is happening? Someone slap me. I need to wake up. I'm going to pass out here. Oh my goodness. No, yeah, it's definitely, <laughs> that's crazy. And I think, yeah, that the tattoo scene was a really big, like, highlight scene when when seeing anything about it online too because it's so so intense and so to know that it was as intense for you as it was for other people to watch is is, is kind of cool in a way yeah. you know obviously benefit off of your experience but <laughs> I mean it, it was all fun it was all fun I mean everything was a new experience every day but that was definitely one of those days where I was like all right I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna fall asleep yep there's nothing else right and uh, now circling back to the makeup, because that is a big, big deal and a big part of what makes the horror film scary, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how many hours would you say they spend on your makeup at a time? Because I feel like that takes up most of the shooting time. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, well, it, it depends on which which look we were doing. If we were doing the one that all of you saw in, in the kitchen, with um, you know the different cuts on my face from eating the the wine glass and everything, that took you know the application process that took it was a while ago. It took around you know I want to say two hours, three hours maybe. Uh, but that was also with all of the the body makeup and everything and and continuity with all of that. But as as for the makeup that was really. Um, you know, difficult and then took the longest, but that was the burn makeup. And the burn makeup was, was a whole process and, and ordeal that took uh, originally while figuring everything out, we were learning along the way each time we put on the burn makeup. And I think it started off at around like, all right, it was going to take us like four and a half hours. And then it came down to four hours. And I mean, I mean, you know, Tristan, Jason, Luke, and Shay, uh, they all did a, an amazing job with, you know, trying to, you know, shorten it as much as possible and and make me as comfortable as possible. Just because, I mean, the, the whole thing itself, like I mentioned earlier, is very, very, it's kind of, it kind of feels like torture, honestly. It, it Mentally, it, it's, it's, a, it's very difficult because, um, you know, they, they have to glue everything in place. Everything that is touching your skin is, is glued into place. And so that included like all of my neck, my jaw, basically everything, but my ears. And like, they even did my, my lips. Um, my nostrils obviously weren't covered so I could breathe. Um, but my, my eyelids and everything. So, um, Oh, no, oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was absolutely everything. And I I knew that my character was going to be burned, but I didn't know the full extent of the makeup and what, what that was going to be like. So putting it on initially was definitely a little jarring. And that's when I realized I was like, OK, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to really get myself into a headspace where I, you know, I'm not letting 
how uncomfortable I am affect the 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 performance and everything, which it didn't. I mean, I, I, I got out of it really quickly. Like I said, I am pretty much just solely focused on the performance and, and having it done to like the level that I know it can be done at and that it needs to be at. Um, so, so yeah, I'd probably say the, the prosthetics for the burn makeup and then the whole rig with the being stabbed by Stephanie thing. <laughs> oh my goodness. Speaking of things that sound and look traumatic, uh, <laughs> have you heard about the trauma that the cheese grater scene caused? What kind of special effects did, did you guys get to discuss or kind of like see the magic that goes behind that? As for when the cheese grater is is shredding uh, Beth's calf, that I that I didn't see. That I saw when I actually saw the movie, and they did a fantastic job on that. Um, but on my part, as for catching the cheese grater, now that was way more difficult than than what I thought it was going to be. Uh, it's a little pathetic, to be honest. Um, I can't catch anything for the life of me. And I have zero hand-eye coordination. Uh, so, you know, catching a cheese grater while, like, not looking at it was um, probably one of the more difficult things that I did. Many takes, <laughs> sure. Oh, you have no idea. I think I got hit. I think I got, like, hit in the head, like, twice or something. Oh, my goodness. Now, that's just... Okay. Like I said, that sounds fun, but it sounds like it was it's lots of practice, too. <laughs> no, no, it's definitely fun. You have to laugh at yourself. You, you, you right. have to those moments and, and you have to laugh at yourself like all right this is there's not much else I can do I just have to keep going yeah absolutely and you know my question I guess is is there any scene that stuck with you during filming or perhaps seeing it after the film was complete like is there something that like like say like you said the cheese grater thing you didn't get to really see it until after would you say that was the one or when you watch the movie you know after the fact you're like oh wow that turned out so cool or you know, what was that thing that stuck with you? Even if it wasn't well, yours. Yeah, well, I mean, it was really just everything coming together because while you're filming it, there are bits and pieces where it's like, I mean, obviously I see how this goes together, but it's it's nowhere near actually watching it. And, and while well, it's all, you know, edited and everything, um, everything's finished and polished and everything, and, and it just looks seamless. Um, the scenes that I was really excited to see were uh, the was the kitchen scene uh, where you know I, I crawl off the the counter and uh, me being stabbed with uh, Stephanie because I there was there was a lot that went into the scene where I'm I'm stabbed with Stephanie and um, I I was really looking forward to see how they made that look and they did an amazing job way better than anything I I was expecting. It sounds like you're really proud of the film and the people you worked with which sounds great. That's really absolutely. cool. Absolutely. Everyone, everyone, absolutely everyone on set played a big role in in making Evil Dead Rise what it is. Absolutely and and you know if they were to say ask you to come back for another film would you do it we will have to see what happens if that if that, uh, <laughs> if that opportunity arises 
All right. Well, I want to thank you again for being on Geek Network with us and letting us interview and ask you some questions. Um, you know, it's 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 an honor. It's it's really cool to be a part of, you know, the beginning of your career as well and get to see that and hoping to watch you grow and see more films that you'll be in. Yeah, absolutely. And and thank you so much for for all of like the compliments and your support. That means a lot to me. 